show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? The Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, it's Wednesday, Hump Day, middle of the week. And I think we got a full-fledged hating ass Negro coming in here this morning. Oh, Michael Blackson will be joining us this morning. I don't know if Michael Blackson is is a hater or not, but it seemed like he hating hard on Kevin. Hart. Well, we're going to find out this morning. We're going to get to the bottom of all of this, goddammit. Absolutely. Oh, man. Here where, we go. Where did this venom come from? We'll find out this he morning. He said some stuff about you, too, right, Charlemagne? Uh, not really. I mean, in I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah. Nothing I just calls Charlemagne light skin. That's all he ever Charlemagne, said. Charlemagne, Charlemagne, Jim- Jackson, Charlemagne, Charlemagne Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And nothing, nothing, nothing to get upset about, you know? Mm. Light work. Light work. Light work. <laughs> Now, today, you know, last night my daughter asked me, she was, um, you know, today at 10 o'clock, a lot of the students, middle school and high school, will be walking out of class for 17 minutes in honor of the kids killed in Florida. Oh, that's the day. That's the day, 10 o'clock. So my mm -hmm. daughter asked me, she was like, Dad, I want to, she said, I I really want to protest and I really want to, you know, step out the class, but I don't think it's a safe idea. I said, what do you mean? He was like, think about it. All the kids in the same place. What happened if another shooter wants to just start shooting kids as well? Oh, they she know. got anxiety. She got anxiety. I, I get it. Yeah. I already know. Trust me, as a person that goes to therapy for anxiety, I already know what that is. So what'd you tell her? I said, do whatever you feel comfortable with. Exactly. I said, whatever you feel comfortable with, that's fine. You know, Some of the schools are organizing it, too, and some schools are saying you can't do it. So well, I that's the worst thing. You know, a lot of schools are organizing. They're making everybody go to the gym. And she's like, well, if we all go to the gym and somebody else wants to oh, shoot something, Lord. they know where we all are. And I said, I've, I understand. See, I don't know what that's called. I'm actually going to talk to my therapist about that this week. But I have that same type of psychological hypochondria. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I see something, I think it's going to happen to me. Right. And I think about the worst case scenario all the time. That's what anxiety is. She's got anxiety. Yes, and rightfully so. I'm not mad. I was like, hey, I get it. I understand. I didn't think about it like that. But whatever you feel comfortable with and safe. Do it. My son is like, 17 minutes to walk out of class? I'm walking out. Yeah, your son is like, 17 days would be so great. So break it down yeah. for me again now. What's happening? All right, so what they're doing at 10 o'clock across the country is uh, middle school and high school students are protesting for the okay. gun laws, and they want to be heard, and they want to be seen. So they're stepping out for 17 minutes in honor of the 17 people killed in Florida. Well, my daughter's only nine, minute. so she's not in middle school yet, so I don't have to have any parental paranoia about my daughter Mm-mm. leaving the class at 10 o'clock Mm-mm. this morning. So that happens at yes. 10 o'clock. My wife is going to uh, go to the high school just in case. Just in case. I I can't make it because I'll be here. Is she but... bringing a gun? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, man, drop on the clues bombs for uh, legal gun owners. That's right. All right. She's legally uh, allowed to carry. Yes. 2A, baby. That's right. Okay. So she will be there just, just protecting, just to make sure everything is okay. But do what makes you comfortable. Right. That's what my therapist tells me, okay? You either avoid, approach, or attach, okay? So if you if you want to avoid this situation because it makes you uncomfortable, cool. But if you're going to approach it and protest at 10 a.m., do it with boldness. Okay? All right. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about another person who has passed away, 76 years old, Stephen Hawking. But he outlived what doctors told him he would do. Yeah, because he technically been dead for a while. 
Well, all right. Well, they, 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 they said he was going to die. Okay. Right. They said he was going to yeah. die, but he actually accomplished a lot after that. All right. We'll talk about that when we come back. And again, Michael Blackson will be joining us. Well, hating ass nigga. All right. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, drop one of Clues Bombs for Cardi B, damn it. Okay, you know I love Cardi B. And drop one of Clues Bombs for 21 Savage. Did you see 21 Savage performing on Ellen the other day? I did not. What did he perform? Perform bank account on really? Ellen, yeah. And he launches a, a new charity called the 21 Savage Bank Account Campaign or something. Okay. Yeah. So just, that just, makes sense. Just salute to 21 Savage. That's dope. All right, well, salute to Ellen's producers for being in tune with the culture, goddammit. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. Let's talk about your president, Donald Trump. Yeah. Yes, Donald Trump has fired his Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson. That's 14 months since his presidency and yet another big firing. And he announced he will replace Rex Tillerson with Mike Pompeo, the CIA director and former Tea Party congressman. Now, he found out he was fired via Twitter, of course. Donald Trump tweeted out, Mike Pompeo, director of the CIA, will become our new secretary of state. He will do a fantastic job. Thank you to Rex Tillerson for his service. And actually, Rex Tillerson found out when somebody showed him that tweet. Yet another distraction from Donald Trump. Trump couldn't stand to see Craig Mack trending yesterday. He couldn't stand to see Craig Mack getting all that shine. So he just had to do something to take away from Craig Mack's moment. Now, Rex Tillerson said he would end his service at midnight on March 31st. And we're not sure what's going to happen with the people that he has in place, his own inner circle. But we do know that Gina Haspel will become the new director of the CIA and be the first woman chosen to do that in place of all of now, what's is going it, on. Is it true they fired him because he uh, blamed the Russians for poisoning somebody? And he also called Donald Trump a moron, according to NBC News. And then he had to hold a whole press conference saying that he actually is supporting the president. But is that true that he, he blamed the Russians for poisoning somebody? Um, I'm not sure. There was a lot of different things that something like created that. some distance between the two of them. So wow. I guess uh, if you're not completely in support of everything he does and if you don't uh, hold your tongue and not criticize the president, you can you're get fired. This is all a distraction, man. I'm telling you, everybody was saying rest in peace to Craig Mack yesterday and paying homage to Craig Mack. Trump felt left and out. Trump just had mm. to come in and do something to deflect from Craig Mack's mm. death. That's what, all this was. What else are you talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about Stephen Hawking legendary scientist, 76 years old, passed away. Now, he had a neurological disorder called ALS. You guys know about ALS. Mm -hmm. And they told him in 1963 he had two years to live. And he has lived until now, 2018, at at the age of 76. And during his life, he wrote the bestseller, A Brief History of Time. It's an international bestseller. And he followed that up with The Universe in a Nutshell, which updated readers on concepts like the possibility of an 11-dimension universe. He was so recognizable as far as science that he had cameo TV appearances on Star Trek and on The Simpsons. God bless him, man. All right. That's why everybody was dumping ice on their head a couple years back, right? For ALS? Oh, yeah, that is, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily for him. I think it was somebody else that I mean, actually passed him. Oh, ALS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get in. Um, tell them why you're mad. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, Angela. Hey, is this Snackman? Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right, let's Snackman, do it. it's too early in the morning for you, sir. Snackman, you got another yo, joke for us this morning? Uh, yeah. Um, yo, I went to the dentist, you know, for a checkup, and he said that he's got a cavity to fill, 
So, yo, I pulled down my pants and said, get to work. Oh, no, that's funny. Thank that's you. I love not my funny. Uh-huh. If that was Louis C.K., we'd be calling that uh, a Me Too moment. Fill right? my cavity. You'd be pulling down your pants, telling somebody <laughs> to fill your cavity. My goodness. Bend over, let me see it. UGK ain't even playing. He's the worst. It's a joke. Hello, who's this? This is Brandon. Brandon, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Uh, just get it off my chest. I want to just say, hope everybody have a prosperous day. You know what I mean? My family in Cincinnati, family in Orlando and Miami and Florida. That's pretty much it. Y'all have a blessed day as well. You oh, too, thank you, sir. I like that kind of energy. Good good day to everybody in Florida, the great uh, state of Florida, the crazy state of Florida. Hello, who's this? This is Sierra from Louisville, Kentucky. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, I was calling call, uh, about the whole being blessed thing. Just want to let y'all know I'm blessed with a beautiful future wife, a beautiful family, lovely kids and everything. Just out here grinding this morning, making a way a positive way like I'm supposed to. Okay. All right. We'll keep that positivity going, brother. All right, y'all. Keep it positive. Nice. Hello, who's this? Man, it's your boy Reckless TV from IG, man. I'm mad at all three of y'all. All three of us? Why? Why you mad at all three yeah, of us? Yeah, because y'all, y'all waste all that time talking about Lil Yachty and, and Charlamagne. You was not hating. Lil Yachty album is kind of trash still. And my 16 year brother said the same thing. So it's not because of your age difference. It's just that he's better at singles and albums, in my opinion. Now, some but people like different things. But I ain't even giving an opinion of Yachty's music. I don't care. <laughs> like, I didn't say whether I think Yachty's music is whack or not. I was listening and Charlamagne pulled up this morning in his car. I heard him rocking Luliati. No, you oh, didn't. You heard me playing goddamn UGK. Oh, Let, me like, right. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Hello. Hey, who's this? Hello. What's the matter, mama? Why you sound so upset? Because I'm mad because people be at, you know, the movie Black Panther are on people. Like, they be mad talking about, oh, Yo, 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 movie. stop. Let me stop you. Let me stop you right there. Can I stop you for a second? It's made yeah. over a billion dollars. Who gives a damn I what know. a hater got to say? You know what I'm I mean? With, it with, made over a billion people though it's our own people saying it though and it's like come on let us live one time we can't have our moment let's focus on the positive tell them put a b in their mouth you know what i'm saying exactly and i know what they be saying they be like how y'all believe in a fictional country like wakanda and how y'all believe in a fictional person like t'challa tell them take that scarface poster off their wall then because they damn sure believe in a fictional drug deal i'm from oakland Mm. You know, what I'm mm. and I'm from there. I live there, so they got these shirts out here, and they calling it Oaklander. You know what I'm saying? And people mad about it. It's just something positive. You know what I'm saying? Let us Absolutely. have our little moment. If it motivates us, let us have that. That's right. Like, Absolutely. Like, yeah, just, be mad about it. Just go harder. Yeah, don't knock with don't yeah. knock with motivate somebody. If it's motivating somebody, let it motivate them. Like that makes no sense to me. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Man, this is Deep from the Brick City. What's oh, up, man. clown? Uh, hey. We ain't hear from you in a long time. I know, where you been? What's Locked up, clown? Yeah, you know what, Charlamagne? <laughs> You just, you, you are sorry now because you're afraid of your skin going to get dark again. Keep it 100. But I'm not calling to get on you this morning. <laughs> I'm calling because I'm really concerned. Angela Yee is so beautiful and smart, and she's not married and don't have no kids. I mean, I just don't understand that. And, and to top it off, she even starved herself for 15 days to keep her figure right. It's four, it was baby. 14 days, <laughs> and that's just to make sure that there is a preventative measures to correct and oh, heal your body. I think I know what's the problem. Oh, you know, boy. 
most successful black men, they want to date a Hispanic woman or a Caucasian woman. And you're not going to date nobody that makes under 200000 a year, baby. I think that's the problem. Are you, you trying to shoot so? your shot? Yeah, I don't understand. No, no I'm married. I'm happily married. I'm, just, I'm happily married. You I'm know people married. could be happily not married, too. I know, but I'm happily married. Me and my wife make money. Nope. I've never been into white women like that. I mean, Not I think like white that. women are good to have sex with. Oh, but stop other it, than stop that, it, no, I'm serious. I've all I've been I've I've had sex with a few white women, but I've never been a, a, attracted to the white woman to the point where I want to be with one. I've all, I like my I like the sisters. That's what I like. And I like them black, contrary to popular Well, I'm belief. here for anybody who's in love with whoever they're in love with. Okay, Miss Felicity, correct. I like mine so no, black actually, they almost No, actually, my parents are, my dad is Chinese and my mom is black. And okay. if my mom or my dad felt that way, I wouldn't be here. I didn't say I have so a problem. I have my own feelings. No, no, by the way, I didn't say I have a problem I'm with the racial being, relationship. I'm not being politically correct. I just said about my preferences. My life. All right, That's girls. All. But, you know, my wife is Jamaican and Puerto Rican. There yeah. you go. Everybody I'm, got a preference. Hello. Okay, girls, calm down. Are you calm sit, down. I'm trying to calm him down, Trav. You right. see that? <laughs> What's up, bro? Hey, Hey, Trav. What's up, Charlemagne? How you living? What up, sis? What's happening? I like how his energy changes. It changes all the time. Hey, sis. <laughs> Look, I'm calling because I'm mad this morning at tired, woke people. And I <laughs> use a quotation mark when I say woke. Because, you know, they be trying too hard to be woke now. And it just, like, really just irks me. Because I'm talking about, like, these people that was talking about Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah, that bothered me, too. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, briefly touched on it about the other day about these fake woke individuals trying to get Bruno Mars out of here and accusing him of cultural appropriation. When Bruno Mars has treated our culture with nothing but respect and everything that he pays homage to from our culture is, like, tastefully done. He just recorded one of the best-sounding vintage 90s R&B albums. He just paid homage to a living color. Everybody that dances with him is usually, like, a person of color. So I need to leave Poppy Mars alone and let him flourish. And he him. is a person of color himself. And he's Puerto Rican. Yes, he's, well, he's, 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 he's not all Puerto Rican. He's not Puerto Rican. Yeah, give him, give him, he's not all Puerto Rican. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I just read something the other day that said he was Puerto Rican. He is. He's, he's half Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. But I mean, listen, he pays homage. That's all he you want from people. Like, I don't know what y'all want from Bruno Mars. I really I don't. I can't even understand why people are mad at Bruno Mars. It's the dumbest thing. We have a real culture, but like, we have a whole Jamaican, African, Canadian, light skinned person that uses different accents in rapping every And who is that? Who would that be, sir? <laughs> we all know who that no, is. No, we don't, sir. Who would that be? Say it. <laughs> We know, who, we know who that Jamaican, African, Canadian is. But I can't even say that's cultural appropriation, though, because if you've ever been to Canada, the Caribbean it's a heavy is a, Caribbean, it's a huge Caribbean influence in Canada. Absolutely. A lot of Caribbean people in Canada. So, I mean, I can't even say that's cultural appropriation. That's the culture that Aubrey Drake Graham knows. Uh, I mean, I guess if you want to say a Canadian Jewish person. But, but so. Trav, you found a man yet, man? <laughs> Listen, I've been in a relationship for the last two years. I am perfectly fine. I thought, oh, okay, yeah, and you have a good time, Trav. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people act like you can't be happy and not be in a relationship. Travis enjoying let me, life. Let me, let me do the hoe, MV. Can I be a hoe? All right, hoe out if you want to hoe out then, Trav. Thank Damn. you. <laughs> All right, Trav. Bye, y'all. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Don't forget Michael Blackson, comedian. Is Michael Blackson hating or not? We're going to find out this morning, okay? Absolutely. He's been out here hating on Kevin Hart for the past few months. Every comedian that has come up here, uh, we've asked him about it. They've had something to say about it. We're going to put Michael Blackson on the goddamn grill this morning and see what the hell's going on. All right, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Bow Wow. He had a lot going on yesterday. Sure coming did. from all different angles. All right, literally. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Do they still say Hump Day? You do. We do. Every, every happy, Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. All right. Now, less than five minutes, Michael Blackston will be joining us. But before that, let's it's get Black to rumors. Oh, what I say? Is he hating or not? He said Blackston. Oh, Blackston. All right. Well, less than five minutes, ass. we'll talk to him. But right now, let's get to the rumors to talk Bow Wow. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, Bow Wow was very active yesterday on the blogs. Now, first, he put out a new song, Drunk Off Ciroc. And it seems like he feels like him and Chris Brown have had a falling out, and he's wondering what happened with their friendship. Check it out. I skipped the show just so I can see you, Chris. Day ones, me and you been through a lot of this. No matter what, you gon' always be my little brother. And they kill me when we in public and we ain't speaking to each other. This is crazy. Man, this shit all my fault, Brown. This is crazy. We grown men, let's turn this around. It's crazy to hear Bow Wow refer to somebody as <laughs> his, his little, little brother. brother right. It's like Bow Wow's everybody's little brother. Well, Chris Brown has no idea what's going on because he wrote under the Shade Room's post, I'm confused. You good, bro? Drop one of Clues Bombs for Chris Brown. Like, hey, he ain't even thinking about you, Bow Wow. Bow Wow in the studio drunk, reminiscing over a feud with Chris Brown that Chris don't even know <laughs> Chris don't know nothing about. I didn't know we had a feud going on. <laughs> All right, well, Bow Wow then responded in the comments, I never had beef with my bro and never will ever. You and just wrote a song. And then he said, that's what you get for being real on a record. That's what music posts to do. Debate about it, talk about it, and for the record, I have no beef or static with nobody, so dead it. It's not a diss. It's a simple, damn, I miss my dog, what happened to us type-ish. I don't write down BS. I write my life experiences. Simple. I'm an emotional person. How is it real if the other person don't even know that y'all got a feud, that y'all beefing? Like, shouldn't right. you, if, if, if you and Chris have had that conversation before and y'all know that y'all got an issue, then that's different. But he don't even know what you're well, talking maybe about. Maybe Bow feels away, but Chris don't feel no way nothing about nothing. Oh, that's Bow Wow's own insecurities. He need a therapist. <laughs> and I guess he's saying they see each other in public and don't speak, and Chris Brown has no idea what's happening. Chris why? Brown probably don't see him. All jokes aside, why would you speak to Bow Wow at this point in life? Leave Bow Wow alone. Friends. They're friends. Now, Bow Wow also, a video came out on World Star yesterday of Bow Wow getting attacked. And they're saying it has something to do with the future because right before... The attack happens. Someone says, what's up with that future-ish? And then Bow gets attacked and he's on the ground and then the video cuts off. You guys all saw it? Yes. If you have Revolt TV, you Watched can Watched it a few times yesterday. Gave me anxiety watching it over Watch and over. it right now. They drop him on the ground. Now, Bow Wow has since responded to what happened in that video. Here's what he said. Yeah, man, don't worry about nothing, y'all. We 100, man. We good. You know what I'm saying? So don't even worry about that shit. That's... That's light work. You know what I'm saying? If it was that type of thing, then y'all would have been spoken about. That's light work. And it didn't go down like that. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it like that. Y'all can run with it, play with it, do it all. Whatever y'all got to do, do it. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm letting you know is right now, on my daughter, it ain't go down like that. Listen, Shad, when you say it didn't go down like that, are you the it? Because if you the it, the it went down. We saw the it hit the ground. Well, here's more of what Bow Wow had to say. Once y'all see what this girl who was actually backstage, she commentated this play for play. We're going to let the shade room post that. Let the shade room call homegirl. I don't know. I never met her. And she can explain to y'all what she saw. She was right there from top to bottom. It ain't go down like that. So enjoy the hour of fame. You had to do what you had to do. It's all good. I mean, anybody could get snuck a, a snuff. Charlamagne, you got uh, snuffed before, but it's what yeah, happens after. But no, 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 no. There's a difference. When I got snuffed, it was four, it was four time? people no, and I was by myself. The second time. Well, now, according to reports, this video is from an incident that happened last year. And according to this young lady, the part that was left off camera was him defending himself. Man. That's what he's saying about the playback. But I just have to end it with this. Here is the person who allegedly is involved in the attack, Boss Man Cheeks, responding. 
ball on the internet line. Somebody didn't go down like that. That's cap, nigga. This man put it on his daughter didn't go down. How it didn't go down, how it didn't go down the way it went down on the video. So which way it went down then? We see your ass the whole motherfucking night. You ain't even know what's going on. We been watching you, On game, never disrespect the bird. Ain't nothing bigger than the bird, I do agree with him, though. Leave your daughter out of this because, you, right, you know, I when that. you bring your daughter into it, that means you care way too much about what people think. But I want to say something. What? Bow Wow need a whole new team, okay? Because if you walk in with a group of people, I think one of them was a girl, but the rest were guys. The fact that him, yeah. the fact that guy ran through that whole offensive line to sack Lil Bow Wow, you got to let everybody around you go. You need a new left tackle, a new right tackle, a new guard, a new center. Like, your O-line is trash, Bow Wow. All right, and his name is Cheeks Bossman, by the way. Cheeks Bossman. Yeah. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, well, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we going to kick it with Michael Blackson. Is Michael Blackson hating on Kevin Harden now? Let's just get right to it. We're going to find does, out. Does it seem like he's hating? I think he's hating a little bit. I think, I think some of it may be a joke, I think so too, but I think a, a lot bit. of it stems yeah, with a little so bit of too, hate. A little bit. What we're asking when we come back, don't move, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Michael Blackson. This troublemaking African Michael Blackson. In every part of his life, what you, is going on? Well, when you see this coat, you know this. One last time you saw this coat, oh, I lit your ass up, right? No. <laughs> it's the same coat I lit that guy in. Listen, I want you to know Kevin Hart bought them chairs. He you definitely bought that chair. He bought them. Like he did. He did. No, I'm dead serious. He really real. did. He, he really bought did. those chairs. You said this. I promise to God. Give me another chair. <laughs> You want another That's chair? That's why the seat's so low. Exactly. Give me another chair. <laughs> he did it on purpose. Give me another he chair. He really wants another chair. Now, what's your beef with Kevin Hart, Michael Blackson? Matter of fact, before you say that, play what Kevin said when he was here. Play Kevin. Might turn into the Instagram model that just shows her ass that's looking for life. You thought I was funny. <laughs> That's what Mike turned into. Mike turned into that guy. Yeah, Kevin Hart, what the f***? What? Mike, I'm your guy. I, if you don't know me, I get it. I'm supposed to be your guy. But now you're looking for likes because the conversation of Kevin Hart drives attention to you. Ten more seconds. So now you put your relationship with me in jeopardy because you want to try. I could give a f but you want to capitalize off of a yeah, Kevin yeah, Hart yeah, cheating yeah, yeah. scandal? Me. That becomes your bits. Okay, Mike, I guess. First of all, that's what Michael Blackson do. Michael Blackson makes fun of everybody. From Bill Cosby to Birdman when he came here trying to choke you. Mm-hmm. So Tyrese, and Tyrese was a n- that I didn't know that well. And I climbed his n- to the fullest. And he got such a sense of humor that he called me and later on I got kidnapped. We're comedians, we, there is no, we talk about everything. One thing, we don't, we don't touch family, we don't touch wife, we don't touch kids. You know, if he never made a video, went on there and about to cry, it looks so stupid. He just made it so easy for a n- like me. But aren't you guys friends or were friends? We go way back. From Philly. Well, yeah, yeah. When he tried, like, I wasn't in Philly. First, I was in, I moved to Philly summer of 1989. Kevin was probably in, in diapers. So I was the original he one. wasn't in diapers. I was probably one of the original Philadelphia comedians. You think about mm-hmm. Philadelphia comedians, you go to Comedy View back in the day. Original from West Africa, but now raised in Philly, Michael Blackson. Mm-hmm. Philly been my home. If without Philly, I would not be doing no comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, me and Kev go way back. We all been locked up together before. All right, when I went to do the movie next Friday... Kevin Hart drove me to the airport for my audition back in 99. Mm-hmm. You know, we went at one point. I don't know what happened, where the falling out fell out at, but lately I don't think he fucked me for some apparent reason. But it doesn't matter because I didn't do that because I don't with him. I did it because that's what I do. I roast 
they're up. So but don't you, think, that, but don't you so think in that situation when his house is in shambles and like you've been, 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 been there, Mike, cheating, bro, and lit me up. When they happened to me, you had major, major hype, and the other guy came here, y'all mentioned my sex tape, and they made some jokes. <laughs> lit my ass up. When you fuck up, you deserve whatever comes to you. And he know he deserved it. But I got to ask you this. Were you guys not cool before you went in on him because you said you didn't know what happened? Or was it because of the jokes that you made? Uh, no, nah, it was probably before that. Mm -hmm. Because my thing, if I'm your guy, mm -hmm. the first post I would have made, what would you have done? The first call post me. I made? I would have made what you did. I'd have called yeah, Exactly. Yeah. But you didn't call him. You ain't give him that respect. He you, said they weren't friends anymore. Y'all was friends. Y'all was friends, but you ain't call him to say, Kev, you okay? You good? What's wrong? Listen, I had the same phone number since 1999. Kev has had 30 different numbers. If you my homie, you post something, and I know you got like 2 million followers, I would call you up, put that down. Now, this is not a good time. And I respected that. That's to prove that well, he's not my so-called guy. But if he's my guy, you know what, Kev? I'm going to call your bluff. Go ahead, piff my special right now. <laughs> but I put my money away. You said, let's make money together. My you know Kev would, though. Kev would put you on the LOL that, network. He said he would. He said LOL he still network. would work with the you. the hell out of here, man. Drone the LOL network. Do you watch it? <laughs> Why are you trying to put me on there? <laughs> That's what he's special, so. Charlotte Jermaine Jackson. Don't do that shit to me, my nigga, please. <laughs> but in that situation, right? Talk to me. With the cheating. And you was there, because I seen you, and I see I had a little... First of all, I've never cheated. Oh. Hold on, that's not, that's not true. George, Georgia Rain called listen, you out on cheating, man. Listen, y'all don't understand. Man. You online. Listen, my got his own page, okay? My do his own thing. But <laughs> it, that's a long, very long story. No disrespect to Safari, but my is is the champion. But make a long story longer, like my okay? Y'all just caught the stories at the wrong time. People don't understand. Like, with the whole thing my going online. Mm -hmm. Say penis. Know, his penis just sound little. Right, say he has penis, you have penis, I have a dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my girl, every time I never every time I did something wrong, we had a temporary breakup. Mm -hmm. We had a temporary breakup. I went out of town, Super Bowl weekend, somewhere in Houston, some thirsty beach. You just happened Got a to break up Super Bowl weekend. We just have when we both went together, we had a big argument. Some beach, whatever she the bitch did with my a month later, me and my girl get back together. Mm -hmm. We engage. We laying in bed. All of a sudden, I go on social media and my dick is online. Uh, I know you were like, oh my God. I, was like, I said, listen, bitch, don't look at Instagram right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good time. In fact, Instagram is shut down. But no, well, all right, with, with that said, I'm sure Kev told his wife the same thing and she go on the gram and see you supposed to be a friend going in on Kev. So you got numerous times. You can see what he I, hate, I was expecting everybody to roast me. I deserved it. He deserved you fuck up, you deserve it. It doesn't matter. He's you, he should have made a video. Nigga, don't make it easy for a savage like me. You know, and if you had a problem and I'm your guy, nigga, let me know you're my guy. Hey, you know, Mike. You my guy paid for my special because two million dollars, motherfucker. Give it to me right but now. But he might have felt like if he... I'm saying to shoot it. I'm not saying... I'm, I'm, I'm need a lot more than that. Okay, I'm gonna need okay. more than $2 million for my shit. Or y'all will never see it. But he might have felt like if he reached out to you, you might have incorporated that into the job. No, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I did. Who I did? I think I did it to Bobby see? V. See? So see? You, no, no, no. This, no I, I, like, Bobby, you ain't shit, man. I ain't shit. I'm a bitch. Now that you can put that online, too. I am a bitch. When I did the whole thing on a Z-list celebrity, right. and I said, Bobby V, we don't want your money, he sent me a DM like, damn, Mike, for real? And I screenshot and posted it. Man, I wouldn't do that to Kev. How 
know that. Yeah, he know that. I'm saying if you gonna call me, how you f I'm gonna record this shit and play it? Okay. Right. But it do seem like it go past a little with jokes with kids. Listen, you guys like made just a, a little bit. You had everybody call. I listened to the fucking radio station. Okay, hold People on. called in, Listen. thought that Kev was sensitive. It was about even. She was the only that was on my side. No disrespect. The light skin, I didn't expect much from you. <laughs> but you getting lighter, and you almost like this. <laughs> it did sound like hate. Charlotte Jermaine Jackson, <laughs> Leonard. Hey, listen to what Faze on Love said. Michael Blackson, that's like him talking about you. Oh, I do it all the time. But no, but time. not on some real person. Oh, no, 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 not on no, oh, not not on no serious shit. Come to cheating on my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's some that he really got to deal with. Right, yeah, yeah. Kevin was right. He was he was doing some old. Like, you want that much attention? I can give you attention. You know, I like Michael, but come on, man, this is rules. To, mm -hmm. They both from Philly. I don't know. You know, Michael's got that. You know, the African thing. But I was like, come on, man, don't don't do that. Face out sound hungry. He just wanted something to eat. <laughs> when you're hungry, you don't think straight. He also said Dave Chappelle was not funny. So we can't take everything Face on says seriously. That's my nigga. God I damn, love him to death. That yeah. God, God damn, Michael. God That's my nigga. I love him. But you know what it is? Is look at what Bill Cosby did. Bill could go to jail for his shit, and we all lit. I'm, I got a five minute material on Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? I don't think when he was illegal, he did something illegal. Yeah, that's a crime. Well, you read that you can't. That's is more sensitive to touch than cheating. Everybody cheats, but you know how hard it is to fix it when you do. Oh and my goodness! Michael Blackson ain't trying to fix nothing. He went on live. I'm not a fixer. I'm not a. I'm not a real doctor. I'm so happy I'm single. I'm not. I'm a fucking voodoo doctor. I'm not a real. I'm not Doctor Phil. I'm not here to put together. Everybody, oh my the Breakfast Club. All right, when we come back, we got more with Michael Blackson. We got to talk some more Kev. And, of course, Tyrese. Did he really get kidnapped? We'll get into it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Michael Blackson's in the building. Charlemagne? You think you and Kev could ever be cool again? Because you told TMZ you want to fight him. Um, you know, the reason, because I thought I, when, when, I, when, when I was on TMZ, I think I was, next thing I know, I didn't think I put a video of him boxing. I'm like, I think I want to fight. So I, I thought he wanted to fight me. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he wanted to fight me, so I decided to go in the gym, and then I realized I'm a little out of shape. You know, I, I kind of want to fight that to get over with, but I'm scared. Why, I'm scared, man? though, because midges hit hard. <laughs> and that is a with a regular head. You know, and I, all of this, you know what? I'm I'm low key jealous of who Kev. Why? Because when he did his thing, he had two bitches. I had one. Oh my god! I'm just a bitch. <laughs> keep going. He just keep going. Dude. Well, keep that's not true going. because according to Georgia Rain, there were about three or four women. But he had them all at one time. I had mine's one. Stop trying to deflect from Georgia Rain. Now let's talk about her for a second. <laughs> so what exactly happened? And do you miss her because that was your woman? We done seen y'all on TV together. She's all over the place. She seems like a great catch. You seemed like you loved her. You were engaged. What happened? I mean, we're cool. She's a great woman. We are cool. Mm -hmm. See, I I don't want to get too much into details. Oh, no, said, no, get into the details. Let me hold on. Let me hit her up and ask her what happened right oh, now because she did got, hit me. Oh, you want to hear what she said? Out, Play the clip from Georgia Ray. <laughs> 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 what clip you have? <laughs> Are you really calling her? Mm -hmm. I don't care. No, okay, I'm not really going to call oh, her. You call her. I don't, I, don't, I don't give a damn. Now that we are cool. Yeah, she did a whole letter, a self-love letter, and an open letter. It was Valentine's Day. She missed me. That's what it was. 
But, I mean, is that something, because you said you guys had broken up and gotten back together. Would you love to give it another try, or do you feel like you're not mentally No, we'll, we'll see what happens. So you do want to give it another try? We'll see what happens. What the law has in place for us. But you, but you know what caused her to speak out was you clowning Kev, though. Because she was like, how he going to talk about somebody cheating? That's what she was said? Out here cheating. Yeah. No, I read it. You want me to read it? She, she will always be Tim Blackson. <laughs> she always what? She will always be Tim Blackson. You think mm. so? Yeah, once you give her the Mutombo, you know. Ooh. Yeah, once a woman, you give her a blood infection, she always on your side. This guy is crazy. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> about that, do you? <laughs> we got one more of your comedic peers who had something to say Wait, about two it. Two more. Which, and which, which way? And then we go? can move on. Play uh, Tony Rock first? Tony Rock. Play right. Tony Rock. I'm sure Kev knew Comics going to have a ball with this. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we do. Something happens, anybody gets in trouble, they got to know comics are grabbing pens and running to the pad. You know what I'm saying? It seems to me, and I, they not neither one of them is like my ride or die one, day, one, day one dude, but they both cool with me. Mm-hmm. Right. But it seems to me like, yo, Mike, you can let it go now. And it's over. It's like Kev's trying to fix home, like he said. You made your jokes. You made your jokes. It, it's no more to squeeze out of the juice, squeeze out of the lemon. Like, mm-hmm. you got it all. You know what I mean? It's yeah, there's always more to get out of the lemon. I squeeze <laughs> the lemon to the left out of it. Mm-hmm. To be great, you have to touch things that other people want. You mm. can't be afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have no fear in me. Listen, I came from, I came from a village. I, I ate with my hands and I walked barefooted. You think I give a f- about anything? I'm a warrior. I'm not afraid of anything. I, talk about, I speak my mind. That's what America's about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't. There's no rules in roasting people. You have a Netflix special coming? I'm about to. I'm, about to sh- I'm shooting it this summer. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. I'm going to shoot it in Philly. How much they give you? This high work. No, I'm doing no different. I'm going to shoot it, and then I'm going to sell it to them. Okay. If they don't give me the right money, I'm going to hold on to it until the right money comes. That's what Chappelle did. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. that's the plan. I, mean, I don't have no deal. They're not paying for it. I'm spending my own money. I'm going to shoot it, and I'm going um, to But they are it. talking to you already. They know. They're talking to my people. Okay. My people are talking to them. Did you stick your toe in the water just to see what they would give you? I mean, I know what I'm worth. Yeah, yeah. But what are you worth? I can't. I, I pitch out support. My baby, she's listening. <laughs> I, can't, I don't talk too much about money. All of this is fake. <laughs> it's not a real lamp. Nothing is real on me. Do you think that's the way for comedians to go to shoot your own special and then sell it? You think that is kind of the best method? It is. Even with TV shows nowadays, if you have an idea, even with a movie, shoot your movie and go sell it. Don't sit around and wait for people. Mm-hmm. If, you, if I'm going to sit around for Netflix to put put something together, you know, then after they put it together, then I got to go shoot it anyway. So go get it done. If they believe in yourself, Put your money in yourself. Right. And that's what I'm doing. I'm investing in myself. I mean, that's the beauty, thing, the beauty about social media, right? Cause it is. It's been you very important audience. in your career. Yeah. yeah. I have my own audience. I have a bunch of million followers. If I put something out, they're going to go support it. You know, if they don't, if Netflix don't give me what I want, hey, I just put it on myself. You go pay $10 and watch it. I'm going to get more than that $20 million if I go that route. Now, now you moved to Southwest Philly when you was 12. 13. 13. Well, my first two years in the States, I was in Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I moved to Philly when I was about 14, 15. Were you ever ashamed of being African? Never. I was always proud. And that's, I mean, the ki- and don't get wrong, they clown me a lot when I mm-hmm. came. I came in the era of like African Prince. Asians back there used to get joked all the time. Nobody was claiming being a foreigner back there. Jamaicans mm-hmm. weren't claiming Jamaicans because all the Americans did was make fun of them. It was during the era of uh, the barge and, you know, Prince. Lights and Michael Jackson. Like yeah, it was your time. You was the <laughs> back there. popping back there. You know, things didn't work out for me until Wesley Snipes came out and my life changed. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it was tough, and kids clowned me. And I all did was defend myself all the time. You know, and where the comedy, when did I start becoming a comedian? Is like when I realized what it takes to fit in. Mm-hmm. And when I came to America, back then in the in the eighties in Africa, where you know I spent a lot of time. I was in Liberia. You know, in Liberia and most of Africa, women just cared about you having new clothes. New clothes is what like made a woman like you. She's like, oh my god, he has new clothes. 
So I came to America. I couldn't wait for my first day of school. My mother took me to McCrory's and Woolworth. Would you know about that? You know about that. I know Woolworth. Woolworth and McCrory's went and got me some brand new clothes. There ain't no names. I remember my first sneakers was called In Action. <laughs> okay? I had a brand That's new a collar shirt, some new pants. I went to school. I said, I got some new clothes. I'm going to get all these bitches and shit to all these n****s. I go to school. The clowning me. Like, what the f*** you wearing? I said, what you mean I'm wearing? This is new. They say, it's not Nike. It's not Adidas. I said, Nick, it's brand new. It's never been used. <laughs> so I realized the fit then you got to wear name brand. Because even back then, they didn't care how, how uncute you was. Mm-hmm. If you were some name brand sh- Bitches assume you have money, and it was going to date you. Mm-hmm. So all those happened in in Jersey. But so by the time I got to Philly, I knew what it took to fit in. I got had a job working at Domino's Pizza, delivering pizzas on a bike. I made about fifty dollars a night tip money. I saved about fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Went shopping, bought all the banging. Shit. I went to school. Everybody thought I was a drug dealer. <laughs> they had no idea I was dealing pepperoni and anchovies. Mm. You know. So once I had good clothes on, expensive clothes, then all of a sudden people want to be my friend. You know, and I was back then. Your dark skin and you wore jewelry and nice clothes. You automatically what? Drug a dealer. drug dealer. Mm-hmm. So I'm dark skin with an accent. And when you had an accent back then, Africans were. It wasn't that many Africans in America at that time. It was mostly Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. So you had an accent. You automatically Jamaican. Yeah, right. In America, the less they know about you, the more fear they have. Mm-hmm. I'm a dark skin that's quiet and wear jewelry. They think I'm a drug dealer. Just leave it alone. So when they start leaving me alone, that's when I started making fun of. You got on. Well, you got this. And then when I got out of high school, I was still working at Domino's. And one of my coworkers said, "You know, you funny. Take that to open mic." And that's how comedy started. Well, wow. pe- people always oh, it. hold people, on. Pe- what? This in from Georgia Rain. The chick with the beard. You slept with a chick with a beard. I ain't never sleep with this bitch. So with what the is beard. she talking about? She just she looking for a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you texted her? Yee? She did text her. Yeah, I really did. Tell so, her call in. Give her the hotline is number. This chick with a beard. And oh God. Give her the hotline number. Did she just have some facial hair? And she need to just she give her the just... goddamn hotline number. <laughs> I'm just saying, nothing's off limits, right? Give so, her the hotline number. She could call. I don't. <laughs> she said, "Don't say nothing bad, or she'll come up here next." Could you give her the hotline number? <laughs> I, I never said nothing bad. Now tell her you didn't say anything always, bad. I will always love her. She's uh, she's boo. So it was just a girl with a little facial hair, because some women do have a little. <laughs> Why you girls with beards? She bitch don't have a beard. This, this she's a hater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got more with Michael Blacks. When we come back, we got to talk more. Kev Hart and Tyrese. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We have Michael Blackson in the building. Naye, did you get George on the line yet? I'm trying. She will call in if you want. Okay. Now, what happened with Tyrese while she's getting her to call in? And didn't police Tyrese... really show up? Yeah, they did show up. There's a reason. Tyrese is such a great actor. Whatever he was trying to accomplish, he accomplished because I think his shots got cut in half after that. Mm. After the 13000 a month <laughs> right. or more you want from me, it got cut in cut half. half. Right. Right. So he played it well. But um, Tyrese has such a great sense of humor when all that's happened. And like I said, I never made fun of his daughter. I never made fun of his woman. Or I just made fun of... And it took me a while to even think about making fun of this guy. With Kev, it was no thinking. He's a comedian. He knows it's coming. With Tyrese, I'm like, I don't really know this. So you there are I mean? boundaries. Of course, you said. I mean, Always. it depends on... I tried not to... I, I thought I took some time to think about Tyrese because I run into him a lot in, in you know, we, we live, I mean, in Hollywood, so small. Mm-hmm. So I run into him a lot. So, you know, I mean, I've been at his party. We've shook hands, you know. We dark and like I said, we recognize each other when we see each other. Mm-hmm. But then after, like, the second video, I'm like, okay, Tyrese, you, you getting one more video, you're going to get this. <laughs> okay, that's it, Tyrese, you're getting it. <laughs> right. And I did it, but I did mine. He felt like what I did was all joke, joke, jokes. It was funny. He laughed at it, especially when I was trying to trade him for two light-skinned niggas. 
So he, he thought everything I did was funny. And that's why he contacted me mm -hmm. and let's do something. Let's bring light to this. And we did. And it, now the reason why the cops got involved because a, a person that I know, and I didn't have his number stored in my phone, he texted me that night after the first post went off as Tyrese Adler, he pretty much took my phone. And he said, yo, Mike, is this real? I said, fuck you, nigga. this is Tyrese, this ain't no game. So that nigga called the cops. No. <laughs> so the cops really he was concerned. Police, yes, the state trooper police came, helicopters came over his house. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't find this out till like, I I'm, I woke up the next morning and... So you fell asleep tied up at Tyrese's house? No, 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 mother... I'm, I'm home. Story. <laughs> okay. I'm home laying next to Georgia. And then, you know, I woke up and I found out that uh, this happened. Mm -hmm. So then TMZ tried to get in touch with me. I told my guys, tell them you don't know where I'm at. And that's how they started following us to like Mr. Charles, everything they did, they followed us. And then eventually I said, Link, it's time for me to go on the road. I got to make some promo. I got to get my phone back. You know? But it was all fun and good. You know, even a guy like him had a sense of humor. I just, you know, Kevin... Uh, I got to give a shot. Kev is one of the hardest working guy in the business, mm -hmm. you know, okay. and what I like about him, he made everybody step their game up. You know what I'm saying? And and I would never hit on this guy. He was like our little brother. We watched him grow. He watched him came and passed every one of us and went to a whole different level and we respect him. We support him. Last time I saw him in person, I went to, go, I went to support him and when he shot his special at the football field mm -hmm. in Philly. In Philly. Right. That's the last time I saw him face to face. You know, we shook hands and gave a hug, and then we just kept it moving, you know. Did, but, did um, you ever try to reach out to him just to say what's up or before all of this? I, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing time, my own thing. A lot of times when people get success, it's not them that change. It's people around them that change. My thing, if I see him or, you know, I might big him up or, like, on a movie. Maybe if I, a, a movie is hitting me, I might be like, you know, shout out to Kev. I've done something like that, but he's busy doing his thing. I'm doing my thing, you know, and... Like I said, his number has changed. I've had the same number. Yeah, yeah. So I can't really, you know. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I've, I have no ill feeling to him. Right. I love him as a little brother. We got Kevin on the line right now. Hello? Hello? Hi. Oh, this Georgia Rain is on the line. Georgia. She sound like Kevin. <laughs> Good morning, Georgia. How are you? This is The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Is it shoot your shot? Good we morning. We have your fiancé, Michael Blackson, here. Is he still your fiancé? Yeah, my ex. Okay. <laughs> now, Georgia, do you still talk to Michael? Because he says you guys are still cool with each other. Yeah, we're still cool. We're cordial. What did you think when he was making fun of Kevin Hart? For cheating. Um, You know, at first I was like, you're a hypocrite. But then I was like, you know, they're not that cool. So, I mean, I guess he, he had the leverage to say whatever. Mm -hmm. He said he never cheated on you. So why would you think he's a hypocrite? He never said that. Yeah, I was about to say, how many days out of the year for three and a half years, but, you know, um, I just thought it was a hypocrite because I'm like, you just had your online. You know? Really? Now, he, he, he told us that day in particular, he told you not to look at Instagram <laughs> because when his showed up online, <laughs> he was like, whatever you, you know do, what? don't... It was like 7 a.m. and when I rolled over, the first thing he said was, I'm about to sue their ass. Don't look on Instagram. I'm like, what? And my homegirl lived in a building and she called me and was like, Get off your phone. Come meet me outside. Uh -oh. And I was like, what the? But before I got out of the bed, he was like, yes, I think my ex put an old video out. And I was like, oh, my God, this dude. Now, let's talk about this woman, though. You said no, Let's talk about this. Is this bigger than Safaris? What? Why would she know what Safaris looked like? She said it was online. <laughs> First of all, uh, listen, I don't know who's biggest, okay? I don't care. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think Safari got the biggest. <laughs> oh, that was good timing, Georgia. Wow, wow you set that one up great. Ouch. Wow. <laughs>
You got him up here about to cry. Now, Georgia, I know you guys have broken up and gotten That's back Isaac together. Bitch with the beard. <laughs> Before, would you get back together with him again? <laughs> Michael, Michael is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say because he's he's a psychopath. Like he'll we will break up, but then he'll find a way to like contact me. Like I know you're hungry. Come downstairs. I'm like, what? <laughs> Women are always hungry. <laughs> They, they could have just ate an hour ago and then they still want to eat. She is one greedy. I know how to get her. I got to say, hey, Michael, do you love Georgia? Of course. Georgia, do you love Michael? That's my name. Then what's the problem? Like, y'all, y'all can work through I'm things. I'm going to tell you the problem. The problem, she just sent me pictures of this woman with the beard. Now, Let me what see the was, beard. What is was it this? a real beard? Georgia, tell me about this situation. Let me see the beard, ye. It's a real fucking beard. You know, it was his birthday uh, last year. Let me see, man. And all of a, all of a sudden, I get a random um, DM from a fan. was like, hey, I follow you on this random... Let me see. No, it's let it's me a little see. fuzzy. It's a little fuzzy. See. It's got a little fuzzy. Peach fuzz. I bounced a masseuse. I got a massage and <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> and then... Love the chin. Oh, that's a you fell asleep around a girl, man? No, she was, it was a massage. I didn't even sleep no with that one. goddamn massage, Trust me, man. it was. This might have been Trust karma me. for what happened to Kevin and you making fun of him. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. If, who is this young man, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, Michael, Michael, come on, Michael. Who is this That's young not, man? That Hollywood too long, man. Yeah, whatever. She know better. Georgia, she know better. I don't know, Georgia. <laughs> she know better. That's a massage. Man. That's a masseuse. Somebody with a beard massage you. Oh, my goodness. Why would you even put this <laughs> woman online? Now she's going to be... <laughs> now you're going to have more problems. <laughs> don't put that... This picture online, please don't. <laughs> hey guys, now you I've can't. I've never heard Michael Blackson copping, please before. Don't. No, I'm just looking out for her. Shot. I'm looking out for her safety. Like, don't put. Okay, it we, we won't online. put it up online. Don't That's do already that. on Instagram. Why Georgia, so is the is the problem that Michael just needs to come clean with you and just kind of tell you really what went down, and then maybe you'll consider it. You know what? I, mean, I just took her to eat. I don't even care. I don't even care about what went down. You know, in the past, because it's like I made so much progress, and I realized I am a crazy bitch. So it's like, okay, I know. Thank I you, Jesus. You admitted to it. The devil is a liar. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. I, I know that I have. I'm crazy, but the thing is, I don't even want him to admit to nothing that he's done. I thought this past. was my interview. You see how you feel right now? Uh -huh. That's how Kevin Hart felt when you <laughs> right. at him all those times. I don't. I but not. I don't. What if I? What? what? I deserve They want a fix. That's a fix. They want a fix. That's a fix. I don't care. I don't care. He cares. I have no feelings towards... If I do anything wrong, I deserve everything. I don't everything. believe you, man. I, trust me, I deserve anything Georgia got the Georgia got the, the ammo to, to hurt you. Georgia no, can penetrate you. Let me tell you something about Mr. <laughs> Michael Jackson. His ass care, because if he didn't care, this is the thing. He was already planning on getting the world's worst. Don't get me wrong. But when Kevin said that, he's like, oh, watch this. I'm about to go buy me a $200,000 car and shit on I'm like, so you care. Those are you Michael, I'm going to be honest with you. That's the dumbest I've ever heard in my life. You spent $200,000 Oh, but it was no, it was my birthday present. I was doing it regardless. It was a birthday present for oh, myself. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Whose side are you on? Where is the button? <laughs> How you hang up on this? Hang up on Georgia. No, man. hang up on her. All right, Georgia. Georgia hang up on Georgia. Birthday. We appreciate Thank you, Georgia. you, Georgia. This Thank is my you. interview, Georgia. Thank you, Georgia. I'll feed you when I get home. <laughs> feed you with this. Now, now oh, you would say that after she hung up, though? <laughs> you wait till she hung up, though? Soon as that ring, that dial tone came on? We got more with Michael Blackson when we come back. When we, let's find out if he wants to make up with Kevin Hart. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Michael Blackson still in the building. Charlemagne, can we make you and Kev cool today? Can y'all be cool? I, I don't have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem, but you know, you, I like everybody. You do do some stuff. I would like you up. If you have a problem mm -hmm. with what you think I'm doing and it's costing you a problem at home or whatever, which I don't really think it was costing too much of a problem at home. But I if was it like, was, would you say sorry? Sorry to would what? Would you apologize if, to it who? Caused, if it was causing them problems at home? <laughs> if it was stressful, hard. If it was, if it was. If he said to you, Michael, pregnant, he's probably it's going causing me problems at, at home, you caused hell in my household, would you apologize? If you if you'd have called me and told me that? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to see my homie go down like that, but I don't think... I didn't think it was that serious. Right. You know, at the end of the day, he, he, he did something and people clowned him. I, when I did my shit, I got clowned. Look, y'all just put out the beer, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And my boys came out here. And, and, and that, no, I didn't have that. Was, that was a massage I got. And I, I first don't seen, know, bro. bro. You said a massage I, I got. I've massaged it. I, I don't had know got. about that because there's like different pictures with her wearing different clothes. Now, I, had a, I had a stalking uh, uh, fan. Was it a fan or a massage? A boat. Okay. Well, you are, are you That's performing this week? Uh, we forgot. No, no, no. Here. I'm here. Well, I'm promoting the. You know, we on the, the Martin tour starts March 31st. My guy Martin, y'all gonna be at the Barclays? Yes, I'm coming. Well, to I'm that. not doing. I'm I'm done. I'm not doing Barclays because I just did the Brooklyn like last weekend. So okay, I'm, I'm so next. Um, the 31st, we're in Atlanta City at the Broadwalk Hall. Mm -hmm. Then we do LA. Then we do Oakland. I'm doing. I think I do about 10 dates with Martin. Would you roast Martin if he got in some stuff? Martin, fuck up, he would get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Mike Epps. Everybody. I'm on tour. Mike Epps also. We just a few dates, and then uh, of course I'm doing my own thing. Just follow me on Instagram, and you see my dates. Has anybody ever tried to fight you like for real? Gotten mad when they got roasted, or really that's the thing. Anything? I'm shocked. Nobody ever. I ran into Birdman. I thought he was gonna choke Ooh, me, yeah. but then he gave me a hug and give me a pound. So that's when I see when I see hardcore like that. No, he didn't kiss me. Why would he kiss me, my <laughs> What's this light skin shit out of you? <laughs> he was trying to make, a, red bone he to make a little Wayne joke. It wasn't a little Wayne joke. That's how he greets oh, people okay. sometimes. No, 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 he no, don't. He doesn't. He don't I'm not his son. He said he kisses his son. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nah, but, you know, he's so, he, and he, I mean, if a nigga like that have a sense of humor, I don't, I think Kev, she wants to be, you know. But then sometimes, you see how he came in here on me? There was no sense of humor there that was no day. There was no sense of humor, <laughs> sense of humor that day. <laughs> yeah, you're not a comedian, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's this suit that you're wearing? What, what is it? Uh, this is this man. Look, did you see the shoe? The shoe. The shoe. <laughs> <laughs> this from Togo. All my comes from out of the country. All my outfits went through customs. Mm -hmm. They all have passports. This outfit <laughs> went is TSA approved. Okay. <laughs> Tell them your Instagram and all that stuff, Mike. It's, if you listen, it's all at Michael Blackson. For right. those who went to a public school, it's M I C H A E L. B L A C K S O N. I want to see. I want to see you and Kev um, talk to each other on social media today. Just reach out to each other. Just right. Love. I'm calm, collect. And I'm looking forward to see you and George Rain going out to eat. That bitch hungry now. <laughs> Ladies, food is on his way. <laughs> it's Michael Blackson. Now let's get right into the rumors. We're talking Evelyn Lozada. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So, Evelyn Lozada and Shawnee O'Neal were on Van Lathan's The Red Pill podcast. Ha, <laughs> dropping the clues bombs for my guy Van, man. Now, Van Lathan asked which one of their famous exes would they call if they were in a life-threatening situation. What do you think that Evelyn said? Who do you think she would call? I don't know. Ghostbusters. A baby father. You would think. Yeah, or Carl right. Crawford. They were engaged. They had a son before they broke up last year. Well, that's not who she said. Check it out. Your life is on the line. Which one do you have the most faith in? 
I know one that's definitely coming, but I don't know if that's the one you have. Chad. You calling Chad? Yeah, I've called that's Chad. That's what I was going to say. Why is that a surprise, though? Can you think she called her baby daddy? Yeah, Not really. they had a the baby, child, they were engaged. Yeah, but the baby daddy might be more loyal to the child than he is her. Like, her and Chad might have had a closer connection. And then Chad and Evelyn home. had such a bad breakup with the headbutting situation and everything. And mm-hmm. But we don't know what happened like, after that, though. They could have reconciled. Yeah, they could have. But then after that, she got together, had a child with somebody. That was for I the feel- money. I feel like, you know, you would think that because you have a child with someone, that would be the person that would want to save Not your life because you're the mom. Not true. I know some guys that will let their baby mamas drown right Because you, really? you would be thinking she, about your serious? child and how hard that would be no, for your child. No, I was just having this conversation with somebody yesterday. I was like, yo, you got to stop treating her like that because that's the mother of your child. Like, I don't give a damn. Hey, All right, let yeah. her drown. Wax is really? crazy. I ain't say it was him, see? That's how, that's how, that's how lawsuits happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're slandering people. Uh, all right, now let's discuss Tory Lanez versus Travis Scott. They have put out this new video, and it's an old dispute that happened with Tory Lanez and Travis Scott. Everybody knows at one point the two of them had some type of confrontation, and this was because Tory Lanez says that he was a ghostwriter for Travis Scott back in an interview he did in 2014. Well, this video footage emerged, and um, it's all because of this song, Liddy. Everybody compared Tory Lanez kind of saying he was trying to sound like Travis Scott. I've been red and I bought it as Liddy again. Hey. Well, Tough after tool. that, Tory Lanez had... Ain't that Meek Mill song? That's Meek mm-hmm. Mill song. Mm-hmm. Well, Tory Lanez had um, tweeted out, I can't sound like somebody I wrote for, just so, you know, he was talking about Travis Scott. And here is what happened when the two of them had a confrontation. I said I sound like something my I said what I said. If, 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 if you felt the way and you want to handle it the way you no, want to handle that's it. That's why we're here right now. So, 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 what do you want to do, bro? My, do you want to do No, 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 no. no. Are, we, are no. we apologizing or are you, are, are you, you want to shoot the fate? I'm just trying, everybody no, just no, get no, out of here, my Let's just shoot the fate. Yo, it seems like you're just trying to come at me, I'm not, I'm not for that, my It's a man to man, bro. Is y'all featherweights going to fight or what? Hey. Well, Tory Lanez was definitely trying to fight until they were ready to clear I the room. I see him trying to fight. Yes, he did. He I, said, I let's clear the room. Let's shoot the the room. Let's they was it. face-to-face at one point. They wanted to get it in. They could have got it in right there. I, I respect that, though. Let, let's fight. Clear the room. Let's fight. Then after we okay. fight, we can talk. Everybody out of here. Get the cameras out of here. And, and, and let's get our emotions out the way. I ain't mad at that. Well, he also talked about what happened with Travis Scott when he was on The Breakfast Club. Here's Tory Lanez on The Breakfast Club. There was a um a record that had got done it was T.I. Meek and Travis and it was a record I mean like a beat that somebody had given to me and I had did the hook for it and somehow some way it got I guess to Meek and T.I. and they put Travis on the hook like looking at it now and, and like knowing the situation knowing from Travis's standpoint I don't even think he wanted to sing the hook but I looked at it like yo my, you sung my record I wrote right. it I don't care what you're talking about like but he was that just way. like I was just doing a favor for them right. like when we got over that standpoint and talking about that situation it's like I, I, I get it from that See how sometimes you got to just talk to somebody face to face. So that footage is old. Resolve. Yeah, that's old footage from oh. a couple years ago. So you got to just talk to somebody face to face. And he also addresses it on his album, Memories Don't Die, which is out now. And here's what he had to say on the track, Hate to Say. Me and Travis Scott almost fought at the Malaluna. We both agreed shortly after that it was music we possibly could be doing that's bigger than trying to ruin it. So my apologies, nigga, just forgive me for doing it. History made in New York City. We called a truce at the tower. I only brought a couple of games with me. The beef was finished as soon as we took the picture. The world was watching attention. The industry started shifting to me. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I like uh, Travis Scott, but I think Tory Lanez is very, very talented. I think Tory is very uh, talented. I, I like Tory more than Travis, so I don't know who sounds like who or who writes for who. But Tory, to me, is the better artist. And it was interesting on his first album. There was a lot of criticism of people saying that he's stealing other people's swag, and he doesn't. Oh, I definitely said that. I definitely told mm-hmm. him he sounded like a bunch of other people. But then when you find out that he's been writing for a lot of those exactly. people, you get it. And Travis was in the same situation too. Travis wrote a lot of for people. When Kanye took yeah, a lot of yeah. Travis's, you know, Steve's. Sounds. And Kanye everything. and Travis are together right now yeah. working. Mm-hmm. And you find out Travis was writing for Kanye that whole time. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Thank you, Missy Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving your donkey to? I wish we could have a discussion about this because I don't. I, I I I got a cold heart. So being that I have a cold heart, maybe I'm not looking at this the right way. Maybe y'all can help me see it the right way. Mm-hmm. But I need uh, I need United Airlines. Okay. And passenger Sophia Sabalas and her mother Catalina Robledo to come to the front of the congregation. All of them. Yes, I, I see donkeys all across the board in this situation. Everybody going hard on United, but I'll tell you about it for after the hour. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang donkey of the day. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yeah, it's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Ed Sheeran, donkey of the day for Wednesday, March 14th, goes to United Airlines. And two passengers that were on United Airlines, they were on United Airlines flight 1284 from Houston to New York, uh, Sophia Sibai, yes, and Catalina Robledo, okay? Uh, Sophia is the daughter. Catalina is the mother. Now, usually when these donkeys are being handed out to airlines, it goes directly to the airline for something they did to a passenger or passengers. And this situation is a little bit different because United did do Sophia and Catalina dirty. But Sophia and Catalina have to get 50% of this donkey because life is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. And when the devil asks you to make a choice, you have to choose wisely. If not, bad things happen. Now, before we unpack this situation, let's go to ABC 13 New York for the report to find out why United Airlines and Sophia and her mother Catalina are getting donkey of the day. Sophia, her mother, and their French bulldog boarded a flight here at Bush yesterday, a United flight, and they say that they were told by a flight attendant to store that dog, their dog in a carrier, in the overhead bin. On that three-hour flight to New York City, their little dog died. Coquito was his name. They say he was just part of the family, so you can imagine how distraught Sophia and her mother are this morning. There are differing stories about whether or not the flight attendant knew a dog was in that bag. One passenger saying she clearly didn't know, but Sophia and her mother insist she did. They say Coquito barked, and they told the flight attendant several times, our puppy is in that bag. Sophia says the flight attendant made them store the dog above because their bag blocked the aisle. When the plane landed, they discovered that heartbreaking news. United sent us this statement saying this was a tragic accident that should have never occurred as pets should never be placed in the overhead bin. We assume full responsibility for this tragedy and express our deepest condolences to the family and are committed to supporting them. We are thoroughly investigating what occurred to prevent this from ever happening again. Sophia says United has called her mother off Offering to settle this situation with money, but of course, you can imagine this family saying it's not about the money at all. All right, let's get this straight here. Sophia and Catalina had a puppy in their bag. United Airlines asked them to put their bag in the overhead bin. They complied, put the bag in the overhead bin, and poor little Coquito 
the dog died. Now, Catalina, uh, the mother doesn't speak English, but the daughter Sophia does. Sophia has spoken out about this situation. Can we hear what she had to say? And she's like, he died, he died, coquito, coquito, and he didn't wake up. She had his chance so he could breathe, but he couldn't. I'm going to be honest. My cold heart doesn't feel sorry for these people at all, okay? Uh, it is certain things that warm my cold heart, but those tears were not one of them. I want to have empathy for them. I want to have sympathy for them, but it's kind of hard to when they made the choice to put the dog in the overhead bin. First of all, this is my dog, my puppy, Coquito, named after a beloved Puerto Rican drink. If I have a dog or an animal I care for in my bag, there is no way in hell I'm putting my dog in the overhead bin. People who love their dogs treat their dogs like their children. So imagine if the flight attendant told you that you have to put your dog in the overhead bin. Or put, uh, uh, put your, no, matter of fact, matter of fact, put your child in the overhead bin. All right? Then that lets me know you don't really love said dog if you comply with that flight attendant. You're supposed to look at that flight attendant like she asked you to put your child up there. Imagine if someone told you that you have to put your child in the overhead bin. Envy, you got 12 kids. Now imagine you walk on the plane with one of the youngest ones and they say, hey, you got to put your child in the overhead bin. What you going to do? How they been acting earlier? Man, shut up. Listen, if you love your dog the way I know people love their dogs, you're supposed to react to that request the way you would react to someone telling you you put your child in the over, overhead bin. Now can, now, can we hear United Airlines' statement once again? I, I, don't wanna make, I don't want that to get lost in translation. Can we hear that? United sent us this statement saying this was a tragic accident that should have never occurred as pets should never be placed in the overhead bin. We assume full responsibility for this tragedy and express our deepest condolences to the family and are committed to supporting them. We are thoroughly investigating what occurred to prevent this from ever happening again. Sophia says United has called her mother offering to settle this situation with money, but of course you can imagine this family saying it's not a the money at all. I don't know United Airlines. Full responsibility, some responsibility. I would say half, but full? I don't think so, family. We got to stop acting like people aren't adults. We have to stop acting like people don't make choices. If this situation happened the way Sophia and Catalina said it happened, meaning they told the flight attendant it was a dog in the bag and she told you to put it in the overhead bin, then that flight attendant is indeed an idiot. But if you comply to that dumbass request, then you automatically become a dumbass too. Michelle Obama says when they go low, you go high. Now, usually your Uncle Charlotte says when they go low, you should take it to the floor with them. But in this case, when this flight attendant's common sense is so low... When, her, when, when their intelligence level is so low, when their compassion level is so low, somebody got to go high. This is why you can't argue with fools, because people from a distance can't tell who's who. And from a distance, unless someone can show me another angle, okay? If United Airlines ask someone to put their dog in the overhead bin and the passenger complies, then all I see is a bunch of fools, okay? Please give United Airlines, Sophia Sabalas, and Catalina Robledo the biggest hee-haw, please. Am I, am I missing something here? Now, now, now. Let me let me ask you this, right? I, I, I want to. Let ask me ask me. you this, right? I, I want to see from another angle. Now, if they didn't have a dog bag and it was a piece of luggage, it was in the middle of the aisle, right? Mm -hmm. I've been on flights sometimes, right, where the people, the flight attendants, just pick up the bag and put it up top. And they didn't know the dog is in it. They didn't know the dog was in it. You know the dog is in it. You, Sophia and Catalina, who doesn't speak English. Sophia does. And Sophia is a little girl. She's no, what, she 10 didn't years sound old? like a little girl. She sounds like a little girl. She's like 10, 11, 12. She, she, listen, she can form the words, there is a dog in that bag. Maybe she was scared. Maybe she said nothing. I don't know. No, man. No. But there's no way I'm going to allow my dog up there. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. even if I don't speak English, I'm not going to just 
take my bag. No. Exactly. No. Nope. Please, please, please tweet me. C-T-H-A-G-O-D on Twitter. I need to know if I'm looking at this all wrong. Really, please use common sense, please, people. Look at this. Because I'm trying to figure out. Am I, I, I missing something but if the, the yeah, story? Yeah, am I missing something? That's what I wanted. But now. if the woman doesn't speak English and she's not familiar with how dogs play. travel, maybe she thought it was could okay. You, I don't know. Could you play the clip of the daughter talking again, please? Could you play the clip of the daughter talking okay. again? And she's like, he died, he died. Coquito, coquito, and he didn't wake up. <laughs> she is just so confused. I hear good English. I and I don't think it's a language I, thing. I think exactly. universally, you know, if you uh, suffocate a dog, it's going to die. <laughs> but I hear good English. I hear I hear a person that can say there is a dog in that bag. And they, and they said they told the flight attendant it was a dog in I'm the bag. I'm trying to understand why By the way, the dog's name let... is Coquito. I love Coquito. That's all you got out of this? Oh. You know what? Thanks, Charlemagne, for the donkey today. Yes, indeed. All right. Ask Yee is next. 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, call her right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Lola, DJ NV. Good morning. How good are you? Good morning. How are you? What's your question for Yee? I wanted to know if she had some advice as far as what I should do pertaining to my business. I have a business. I have a nail salon. I'm a black nail tech. Been in business about four years. Congratulations, Lola. Give it up for yourself. Oh, thank you so much, Angela. It feels good to have somebody tell me that because actually that's part of the reason why I'm calling because I have people in my family that will not support me. They won't refer me clients. Uh, I have one client slash cousin in particular. She'll come to me, Angela, and won't even tip me. Wow. And when I say, yeah, will not tip me. So it can't be that the work is not good because she comes back, but she will not. When I say will not tip me, she will not tip me. Is she mad that she has to pay or something? I don't know. And then I'm doing it for the Lolo. Most of my family get to hook up, you know, but no, she will will not tip me. So I don't know. I'm almost at the point, like, do I just say to hell with them? Because I am doing my own thing as far as getting my own clients. But I guess it could be kind of, well, I don't want to say hurtful because I'm not giving them that it, much it is, It is hurtful, but, though, because you do want some support from the people that are closest to you. And sometimes the people who are closest to you, they don't even look at it like that. They're probably looking at it like, damn, she don't even do my nails for free and da-da-da-da-da, and that's my family, and I shouldn't even have to pay such and such and such. So... I think, Lola, sometimes people need to be reminded of why they need to support you because you are a family member, but at the same time, you're running a business, right? And in order for your business to survive and to thrive, people have to pay. And they would pay somebody else full price to get their nails done. Because I often see where they go other places. So why not pay your own family? You know, I don't don't understand why people do that. So what you should do is... Put together a nice email, like a thank you to everybody, and say to them, first of all, I just want to thank you guys for helping me. It's not an easy job being a business owner and especially being a a black nail tech, but I do appreciate that my family has been so supportive. I know sometimes it's difficult because uh, a lot of times people's friends and families, they don't want to have to pay, but what they don't realize is in doing that, they're supporting my business, helping it thrive. I know you could go to anybody else, but I'm glad that y'all come to me. Just do that because sometimes they need to be reminded. Is it a case where they're not coming because they don't want me to do well and they don't want me to be successful? I mean, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes people have issues with themselves because they're not where they want to be in life. So they take that out on you. 
a lot of people hate because they feel like they can't do it. And that's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So sometimes when you're trying to do something and they're not supportive, it's because they can't see themselves doing that. They're so negative and they talk themselves out of things. So when they see you doing it, they kind of want to see you fail just as a, see, I knew this couldn't happen. And that's a terrible mentality to have. And that should make you go even harder. Well, it is. I'm in school full time. I got three kids. So I'm going hard. But it's just kind of disheartening, I guess I I would say. It is. And girl, when they need to borrow some money from you, when your business is getting franchised in other places. And that's the crazy part. People, they do call. People call me and act like I'm making money like that. They will call and ask. I had somebody call me about two days ago. You ain't got it. That's all. You know, I'm running my own business. Got three kids. I just don't have it right now. Just like they don't have it to come to you and pay you, you don't have it to give out. Well, I thank you very much. I'm glad I got through to you today, Miss Angela. What's the name? Shout out your nail salon so we can make sure people come and know where it is. All right, it's Nails by Lola Marie. I am in Houston, Texas on Richmond Avenue, 11201 Richmond Avenue. I'm on Instagram at Nails by Lola Marie. So you can check out my work. It's not like it's bad, so I don't know what the problem is. Next but, time, I I'm, yeah. I think I'm coming to Houston soon. I'm going to come by there. All right, yes, come and see me. That you ain't even, awesome. and I'm going to pay, too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And I'm going to tip you. Oh, thank you so much, Angela. Charlamagne, you a whole fool. I love you. And he's going to come get his nails done. He wants polish. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. I got you, Uncle Charlotte. Thank you so much, Angela. All right, take care. Y'all have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, we got more Ask When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Ken Bailey. Hey, what's up, bro? What's your question for you, man? I have been dealing with a female for quite a while. Now, about 18 years. 18 years, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, but initially we were just friends. Uh, for the first maybe four years, mm-hmm. uh, we were just friends. She was in a relationship. I was actually married. So 14 and years of friendship. So y'all haven't been seeing each other for 18 years. 14 years in friendship, and then for the past four years, we've been in a relationship. Okay. But I want to move it to the next level. You know what I mean? She's not ready. Okay, so for the past four years, y'all have been dating. And the next level, I assume you want to get married. Right. So what are her thoughts on marriage? Does she see herself getting married in the future, or does she not? She says at some point, you know what I mean, I don't understand now at this point, because we do everything. I mean, you know, our lives are combined. You know what I mean? So I'm just confused, and I'm like, you know what I I kind of put down an ultimatum. You know, in December, and actually moved. We were actually living together. I moved out, got my own spot. You know, but then nothing changed because I spent more time with her than than than, than uh, at her at her place than I do at, at my place. It's just really like an unneeded expense. Okay, do you think the issue is, because it seems like she sees herself with you, you guys are in a really happy relationship together. The only problem is y'all don't see eye to eye as far as marriage. Right. Have you asked her maybe about her thoughts on marriage? Has she had some things happen in her past or with her family? Or has she ever been married before? Never been married, absolutely. I think that's more the issue was with someone for an extended period of time. And then um, decided not to get married. So, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know all the details. 
details of that. Okay, so she has baggage from a previous relationship, so she's scared. And she probably also is scared that you guys have such a great relationship now that things will change once you change the dynamics of that. So she's probably feeling like, man, this is such a good thing that we have going. I don't want to mess it up by perhaps rocking the boat and introducing marriage. Because some people do feel like relationships are great until you get married. Right. And to be honest with you, you know, I mean, I have just, like, I've been married twice, so. Mm-hmm. And that probably makes her nervous, too. Yeah, I got married for the wrong reasons. I was young when, at the first time I got married, I was only 20. And this is a, a, you know, usually we see it, like, the other way around. A lot of women call up in here, and they're like, oh, why can't he won't propose? What should I do? Should I leave him? But it's just interesting to me that you guys have a great relationship. You really want to be with her. She does seem like she really wants to be with you, and you're the one giving her an ultimatum. Ultimatums are hard to deal with because sometimes people are very stubborn. And does she acknowledge her own behavior? Does she realize why she feels the way that she does, or is she just kind of avoiding it and being non-confrontational? Nah, she's a wonderful person. I mean, I, I got to say that in the sense that, you know, she will communicate to a, to a point and then she'll just say, okay, you know, I've said what I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that, you know, there it is. You know what I mean? So for you, why do you feel like you have to be married? I, I'll say religious thing more than anything because okay. of a lot of things that I'm involved with now since I've owned a lot of ministerial duties, uh, a lot of things I've gotten involved with, you know what I mean? And, and I, it, it, I guess it's more about what it looks like than anything else. Okay, I feel you. Well, listen, it's important to you, and if it's important to you, it should be important to her also. So it seems to me like you need to make her feel more comfortable. She needs to address whatever issue she has about marriage. She might feel a little nervous about the fact that you've been married twice before. She might also be afraid because of what happened in her past situation. And these are things that you guys have to work through together as a couple, you on her side, not with you giving her ultimatums or making her feel bad about it. It it has to be, listen, baby, we're going to get through this together and figure it out. I really want this to happen for us, but I want you to know I'm patient and I'll wait forever for you because you are the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Right, right, right. That makes sense. But don't give up on somebody when everything else is perfect. Yeah, I I appreciate y'all. I try to listen to y'all as much as I can. All right, right, thank thank you. you. All right. Have a great one. You too. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about Amber Rose and 21 Savage. There were rumors that the two of them had broken up. We'll find out what Amber Rose had to say as an explanation of why it appeared that way. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's find out who signed a $30 million deal. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So, Def Jam artist Logic has signed a $30 million deal. With Def Jam? Half white privilege. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Def I mean, Jam gave him $30 million in 2018 for what? Well, he said when I first signed my deal, and he, he said this to Beats One Hosane Lowe, he said, when I first signed my deal, the advance was like 200 grand. So going from Section 8 in food stamps and welfare to 200 grand was life-changing. But the life change I'm talking about is the $30 million deal I just signed. That is freaked me out. I felt like a target. Well, Logic sells a lot of records. He does. With little to, to no promotion or marketing. None. I think he pretty much damn near saved Def Jam last year. I think he was the only major, major release that sold a lot of records last year. Well, right now he's working on his next full-length album. He says it's a fusion between James Brown and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And he also has some help from Travis Barker. He's also writing a novel and working on his first film that he wrote. Oh, congratulations to Logic. Because I remember when he first came out, he was saying that he was just using rap to get into to, to, to Hollywood. 
So clearly that's changed. <laughs> that's an incredible deal. I didn't Absolutely. know. Yeah. Half-white privilege. Dropping the clues bombs for Logic. All right, Little Wayne. He was very upset when he was performing at the Jumanji Festival in Sydney over the weekend. Somebody almost hit him with a water bottle. I don't know why people throw things I on stage. Because it's fans, too, that are throwing things on stage. It's I don't not know. cool. How you know he wasn't thirsty? I don't understand why. Well, real parched up there. Wayne clearly wasn't thirsty because here's what happened next. So let me let you know. Where I'm from, I think y'all know that's the States. We don't throw shit on stage because all my niggas got pistols and they don't know who to shoot at. So if you throw something else, I'm going to be more safe and I'm going to be the bigger person and just leave. Because I don't want to kill everybody. Talk about tone deaf. Kids is walking out at 10 a.m. today in schools to protest mass shootings and Lil Wayne out here threatening mass shootings at concerts. I don't know why he would say something that now, crazy. Now, if Lil Wayne gets arrested for but that, you know, is, 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 is it wrong? Wayne has no idea what's going on. Clearly. That's oh the most tone deaf. You don't threaten a mass shooting right now in 2018. First of all, you should never do it ever, but especially <sighs> yeah. right now. Come on, man. All right. Now, Amber Rose, everybody was saying that her and 21 Savage broke up because she deleted a picture of the two of them together on Instagram and she unfollowed him. That's what that usually means, right? Yeah, that is. Actually, you're right. That is normally what something like that would mean. Uh, she gave an explanation. Now, what she said to uh, this, she said his unfollow was on accident. It's back up now. She said, I had unfollowed over 100 people. And I guess he somehow got unfollowed in that rush of people. Now, she also said the reason why she took down a picture of the two of them together from off her page was because people were going in on him. She said, everybody was going in on my baby, and I don't like that. So. Just disable the comments. Easy breezy. What's up, man? Am I, I, you know, I swear I'm in the Matrix nowadays. I don't know what's going on no more. Just disable the comments. Maybe she didn't like it. Maybe he didn't simple. like the picture. Who knows? Just disable the comments. People start going crazy in your comments saying stuff you don't like. Disable the comments. You know who disables their comments all the time and they got to be frustrating for haters? Who? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd he Mayweather. He's been doing that recently. He will <laughs> post the most balling stuff recently, and yeah. defecate on everybody's life and there's nothing you can do about it but throw your phone and be mad. You want to post you can't read so bad but you can't because his uh, comments are just. I thought he blocked you. No. Oh. Did he? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the comments aren't the same. <laughs> yeah, I can comment on everything. <laughs> no problems here. All right. The Pitchfork Music Festival is coming up. And guess what is one of the highlights? Miss Lauren Hill, the Miss Education of Lauren Hill, 20th anniversary performance. You know, it's been 20 years since that al album came out. And wow. Lauren Hill will be performing there. So that's going to happen on Sunday, July 22nd. But the whole festival is Friday, July 20th through Sunday, July 22nd. Second. Where do we rank Lauren Hill all that's, time? All time. Man, I love Lauren Hill. I wish she would have put out more music. Exactly. As that's amazing because that's a classic, classic album. There is no throwaway song on that entire album. Yeah, you we can't be music. Can't, exactly. You can't be ranked top three or top five forever with one, one album. album. No, no, that's not music. No, 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 but no, then no. she had the Fuji's albums that she was on, and she killed those. And then she also man. had. Where do we she rank? She was in individual projects. I want to know where we rank them, man. She don't. I mean, one album. I mean, come on, that's a great album. But goddamn, but see, album. not too many people have had classic albums. That's what it makes. A it. lot of people have had classic albums, mm -hmm. and they put out more than one classic album. It's, I think it's hard to have a classic album. Mm -hmm. That's not an easy thing to do. Where every single song on that album is. That's, that doesn't happen too often. I just I'm don't sorry. know if we. Uh, I love Lauren. I just don't know if we. I think you could rank. rank I think so you could rank her album. album as one of the greatest albums. True. Yes, you can. True. All right, so you would go see the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill for that 20th anniversary. And I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right, shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.